Hi, this is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. Thank you so much for joining in this podcast. And as you know, we are now in the month of July 2021. And um, I was just out grocery shopping this morning. And it's amazing how things have gotten a little bit uh, better, if you will, a little bit quote unquote normal as I'm in grocery shopping and there are some people who are still wearing their mask and there are others who are not wearing masks. So what do you do, right? (laughs) But I'm not going to focus on that today. I just wanted to say that definitely make sure that you are being safe for you and yours that even though people say, that you shouldn't have to wear this, you don't have to wear this, you don't have to do this. You are the one that goes home with your family every single day. You are the one that has to take care of yourself. And if you have children, take care of them. And if you have a husband, (laughs) or if you're a woman and you have a husband, you're you're probably taking care of him too. (laughs) So I just wanted to um, just kind of put that out there that I know things are returning to normal. And I I just recently read... um, an article, or actually it was a tweet from someone who she said she, she got, she received two of her vaccines, two shots, and she's been wearing masks and doing the hand sanitizer, all that good stuff. And she received a positive COVID test. So I I don't know about you, but I, but that, that definitely sends up a red flag, you know, with everything that's going on. I know a lot of times we can see things start taking shape again and we're like we want to get a little bit more relaxed and we just have to remember that it's it's still out there COVID is still circling around so again do what's right for you and your family all right so I'm going to get off that soapbox (laughs) and start talking about the month of July um so we are done with June, but not done with the topic, hopefully not. As you know, June was PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I spent some time talking about mental health and talking about emotions and distractions and really, you know, focusing on the root, if you will, of our emotions and how they can take us for a turn. But we we choose to how to how to interpret our situations, how to interpret our experiences. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to those episodes, definitely go back to those. They're, they're short and I try to get to the point. Um, I, I definitely try not to be scripted. <laughs> I don't I don't like uh, reading from lines, but I want to talk to you as if you were right in front of me talking. And so t- this month, July, I'd like to focus on a national um, Healthy Vision Month. And definitely still put a twist to it and in keeping it, yes, we want to learn about our eyes and their importance and how to take care of them. But we also want that spiritual component too as well. You know, when we look at our body, we look at this amazing body, we look at our eyes, we look at our eye color, we look from head to toe, we have a very intricate working system that everything works together to provide for us internally to maintain balance and our eyes are no different we have um, typically two two eyes that allow light to come in through different layers of our eyes the cornea the pupil the iris the lens 
and to come to the back of our eye, which is the retina, and we this the sensitive layer of our eyes and all the nerves and blood vessels that play a role in it. And then this information that we took in is changed into electrical sig- signal that goes to through the optic nerve to our brain. And that's where we interpret it. And you may have heard people say, the eyes are the window to the soul. Um, the eyes are the lenses through which we see the world. And I was thinking today earlier, the eyes are also the lenses we choose not to see the world. There's so much out there that is going on that how you, what you choose to see and don't see will be how you interpret that will play a role in how you interpret a world. And so why is this important to creating a generational love cycle? Because the things that you focus on, the things that you turn your vision to or away from will be what you teach at home, will be what you teach to your children and what your typically your children will learn what to ignore, what to see, and they will continue to pass that on through the generations. That there's been a, a lot of things that have occurred throughout America's history that we sometimes tend to turn turn around and not focus on. We don't we don't use that that camera that we have to really look at and take a picture of and interpret, okay, what what can I do to help? What can I do that no one else have to suffer what you suffer? And it it becomes, it's not about black and white, green, yellow, blue, because everyone, if if, if we sat down and, 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 and spoke at a table and just had a conversation about life, we would realize that we have a lot more in common than we do different. We would realize that I too experienced heartache, you know, whether it's relationships and someone broke your heart, someone lied, someone probably lied more than likely lied to you or or didn't tell you the truth and you're holding grudges you know we're all capable of feeling jealousy anger anxiety fear um, hatred resentment we're all capable of feeling that and at some point in life we've experienced not the same thing but similar similar stories similar similar journeys that have brought about these feelings these emotions because i i always say that yes we our our experiences may be a little bit different but underneath we have similarities in what they brought and what they brought to us and in 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 our emotions and feeling anxiety etc and so when i when i think about the eyes i think about even what do i focus on what what do i allow my eyes to see what do i allow my eyes not to see and truth if you take it instead of light the actual light the sunlight coming through and and reflecting an image if you take truth truth is actually the light truth when we allow ourselves to see things as they are to interpret them as they are then we have a way that we can change this generational cycle of pain. We can interrupt it. Instead of saying, well, I choose not to see that. That's not my problem. I won't deal with that. We say, you know what? That is something 
that I need to deal with. Because anything that affects one person more than likely affects another. And that's where we have to get at. Is that we're all human. We all belong to one. One creator that made us. That created us in his image. No one is greater. No one is lesser than the other one. And so when we learn, and what I say to you, I I say to myself. Because I know that there are things that we may choose to not look at. But then when we finally look at it, we develop the courage we need to. And even in my example, before having children, I I didn't I was I was fearful of having children because I saw I saw so much violence and hatred in the world that I didn't want to bring in other children. But then something happened where there was a transformation that I was able to see what was going on and how I can interrupt that cycle of pain. And as Mother Teresa, and I've mentioned her before, saying, you know, instead of fighting for war or or going along with war, war, let's travel on the other side of peace. So instead of going along with fear, 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 I traveled the other side of courage and said, well, what I can do is raise children who honor and respect others, that they can be the light in the world to help interrupt this darkness of pain. And so when we choose even something like that, you know, a lot of times we think that we have to do something major, you know, in order to have an impact, that we have to really do something big that really stands out. And I'm thankful and grateful for all of the organizations, 501c3s, the, the volunteer organization, everything that is out there to help turn things around, to help people be better, to help them um, do the work that they're called to do. But even our work starts at home. The work that we are doing in the world has to start at home. The way we create, the way we interrupt pain is we create the cycle by teaching our children at home the proper way of speaking to someone, the proper way of of, um, using someone's name instead of calling them something, something else. You know, we teach them at home. And so... May your eyes, may your eyes, and, and I'll talk over this week, may your eyes be, allow them to be the vehicles to see the truth. Allow the truth to shine in. And there is a Bible verse that I'm, I'm actually looking at right now. Matthew 6, 22 says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. And that to me sums up what we allow to come in. We allow the light of truth to come in and to cause a transformation from the inside out and to help others see and want to see the truth that everything that we have been doing thus far, 
we, we still need to do more. We still need to treat people as we want to be treated. We still need to fight for the truth. We still need to raise girls and boys to see more than just color, but to see a human being, to see something that God created too, just like them, regardless of the skin color. And so this month of July, for the first week, I'm just going to, I'm going to focus on the eye, sight, and how that changes our thoughts. And we kind of talked about that today, about what we see can impact what we think and can impact what we teach to people and can impact this generational cycle that continues to, to move this generational cycle of pain. We can interrupt that. And then week two, I'm going to talk about, and I'll be blogging on this too as well, um, how to care for our eyes. And just because you wear glasses, <laughs> and my son actually had a, a, an eye appointment And one of the things they said is that he has healthy vision. You know, even though his eyesight has changed some, especially in his left eye, he still has healthy vision. And so can your vision still be healthy with eyesight, with with glasses? He said, yes. And what happens when you do not have, you know, eyesight, quote unquote, normal eyesight where you cannot see? As you know, that's when our other senses start seeing for us. And so week three, I'll be talking more about the food and eyes. And week four, we'll be talking a little bit about resources and the eyes. And also, too, I usually try to combine that with how can we continue to move forward in creating a generational love cycle. So I hope I have provided some nuggets of information for you. Again, we talked about how or what we see, we can choose to see things as they are, or we can choose to look look away. We have um, a special mechanism that brings light into our eyes and helps us to form the the image and the 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 signal that goes to our brain to interpret things. And then we also to whatever we decide to see or choose not to see, that's what we teach at home. And so how can we interrupt that? How can we use our sight, our vision to create a generational love cycle? And the way that we do that is we choose to see the truth. We let the truth of light, the light of truth to shine in through our eyes. And then we we start making little changes at home. So catch me on Tamika Chambers, TamikaSChambers.com. Um, as I usually blog once a day, every day, and we'll be talking again about the eyes. And I look forward to hearing your comments and um, sharing any questions and concerns that you may have. All right. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. Take care. Talk to you soon.